0: Today, I want you to turn to two passages of Scripture. Colossians, really, don't turn to Colossians because I'm going to read it in the message and that won't make any sense. So just turn to Numbers 14 uh, and 13 and 14. Hold your place there. Today, I'm going to talk to you about gaining God's glory strength. Somebody say glory strength. How many of you could use a little shot of glory strength? I think before it's over, in fact, uh, before we leave here tonight, we're going to pray for the glory strength of God. Where I got this is from Colossians chapter 1, verse 11, in the message. Now, it's a, it's a paraphrase, uh, and here it is. And, and, hey, just listen, follow along. I might get you to read it with me. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul, not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It's, it is strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy. How many of you could use some of that right there? Amen. Uh, in fact, hey, let's all read it together. I didn't know you were going to... Here, let's read it out loud. Read it proud. Here we go. Colossians 1.11, the message. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul, not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It is strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy. Let's lift our hands and ask God to bless us this morning as or this evening as we read the word and hear the word. Father, we thank you for the blessing and favor of God upon us. May the glory strength of God be made manifest in our life in Jesus name and may it spill over into joy tonight and everybody love the Lord say amen. amen. I've got a new Bible hero over the last few years. Uh, I've got a number of them, but this guy, he's kind of on the top of my list, and it's Caleb. You've heard of Joshua and Caleb. If you turn to Numbers 13, I want to introduce you to him because this guy had tapped into the long-haul glory strength that God gives. And here we go. You know a lot about him, but let me just introduce him to you. Numbers 13, he's one of the 12 spies that goes in to spy out the land. How many of you know the story of them going in to spy out the land? Ten came back with a bad report. They said, oh, there's giants in the land. Oh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. We are not able to go in and take the land. Two out of the... 12, Joshua and Caleb came back with a good report. And they said, we are able. We're going to come back to that in a moment. But I just want to lay this picture out for you. That he's, on, he's one of two that gave the good report. And you know the story that because of the majority rule, if you will, they wandered in the wilderness for how long? 40 years. Forty years. Because they did not listen to the word of the Lord and to Joshua and Caleb. And so uh, Caleb was one who said, hey, we are well able to go in. And so what we find God doing with him It's interesting to me because Moses intercedes for the people. He's ready to wipe them out. Did you know that? Moses said, just get out. I'm tired. I can't handle these guys. I'm going to wipe them all out. And Moses intercedes for the people, and he he gains God's attention, and God forgives, and he says, okay, here we go. But he said, look over in verse, uh, let me see, verse 24. But here's what God said about Caleb. Are you ready? But my servant Caleb... He said, all these other guys, they're not going in. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Now, I want to tell you something right now. Caleb got a hold of that. Fast forward, uh, pardon me, yeah, I think 45 years later. Go to Joshua 14 numbers deuteronomy joshua just see i want you to see this i'm going to lay a foundation then we're going to we're going to learn how we as as god's people can gain some glory strength and learn from caleb look what look what caleb says 45 years later now they are finally in the what everybody just lift your hand go thank you jesus there is a promised land and he's in his promised land and it says this, and oh we'll start in verse six. He says this. Then the children of Judah came into Joshua, came to Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jethro, Thunah the Kenzanite said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea? I was 40 years old when Moses the servant of the Lord sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land and brought back word to him as was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land which your... Uh, foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the Lord my God and now behold the Lord has kept me alive as he said these 45 years ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness and now here I am here I am this day 85 years old anybody here over 85 years old we got any 85 got got any 80s in the 80s All right, there you go. I'm turning 65 this month. That's kind of scary. Going to be on Medicare. That sounds really bad. All right, but here he says, here I am 85 years old. Verse 11, as yet, here we go. Somebody say glory strength. He said, as yet, I am as strong this day as on that day that Moses sent me just as my strength was then. So now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you have heard in that day how the Anakim were there, the giants, uh, and that cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will drive them out As the Lord said, and Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb the son of Jephunneh as an inheritance. Somebody say, "Glory, strength!" I like this guy. He's kept his mouth shut for forty-five years, but the promise of God never wavered in his heart. And when he came to his inheritance, he said, "I'm just as strong uh, today as I was as a young forty-year-old." He said, "Give me this mountain." Somebody say, "Give me this mountain." So this, this evening, I just want to show you a few things that I, I can see about Caleb that he applied in his life, that are working in his behalf, that, God, that caused God to, 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 to give attention to him and, and say, you know what, I'm going to give him an inheritance there. When he gets there, uh, he's something special. Caleb's something special, and I'm just going to make sure he gets the blessing that comes to him. Caleb experienced the glory strength. Let me give you some thoughts. Number 1, I see from numbers 14:24, undoubtedly he chose service over himself. What did God call him? He said Caleb my what? So he said, Caleb, my servant. Now, I'm telling you, I, can God say that about us? When he looks down upon us and he just sees us and he defines us, oh, there's Caleb, he's, he's my servant. And, and so you need to understand about glory strength. It comes through service, not through self-help. Uh, and He chose service over, uh, uh, he, he chose service to Jehovah over slavery in Egypt. He was 40 years old when he got God's attention. Undoubtedly, he was raised most of his life where, in Egypt. And so, but he did not. Even though he was a slave in Egypt, he didn't let that get under uh, in, into his system. He said, "I'm going to continue to be a servant of Jehovah." And even through Egypt, he served the Lord. Listen, if we're going to gain the glory strength of God, we've got to take that mindset. Kind of sounds a lot like Jesus, doesn't it? And so Caleb, uh, and by the way, you know what? where Caleb was from? He was from the tribe of, anybody know? Judah. You know anybody else from the tribe of Judah? And so this guy right here was in the lineage and the line of Jesus himself. And so he chose service over self. Number two, he, he embraced his true identity. When you do a little study on his name, there's some people believe that his name was spelled C-A-L-E-B, translated dog. Now, I, bless his heart, I just don't think his mama did that. How many of you know we need to whoop her if, if she called him a dog, Right? But when you look at it uh, from the Hebrew and English dictionary, it's it's not dog. It's Caleb. It's two parts that come together. And the word actually means wholehearted. Now, I don't know if they changed his name when he was a kid. Ah, you think you're wholehearted. You're really Caleb, a dog. And so what he did, if you'll look and realize what I just read a few moments ago, he, he, he served God. And he leaned into his true identity, and he followed the Lord fully, the Bible says. And he stayed wholehearted before God all the days of his life. And so he embraced his true identity. And he said, I have wholly followed the Lord my God. In fact, Jesus said, or pardon me, God said that about him. He said, he's followed me wholly. And then at 45 years later, he said, yeah, I did it. How many of you know, after 45 years, and you, have, you can finally say, I have followed the Lord wholly. I've obeyed God. So he embraced his true identity. He chose service over self, and he dared to be different. Listen, this guy undoubtedly was different. He gained God's attention when he said, oh, let me, let, let, let's talk about Caleb for a minute. Out of everybody, you don't see him saying anything to Joshua. He, he'll take Joshua through the process as well. But he, he, he pulls out Caleb and he says, this guy's different. He, he's my servant. He has a different spirit in him. I love what uh, the New Living Translation says. He has a different attitude than others have. And he has remained loyal to me. Let me just tell you something. We can't go with the flow and gain God's glory strength. He stood out. He was different. He was unique. He he chose service over self. He embraced his true identity. And he believed that his mother uh, named him the way he should be all the days of his life. My name is Caleb. I'm going to be wholehearted for God all the days of my life. I'm going to be unique. He didn't hate. He didn't line up with the negative Nancys. Did, you remember all the negative Nancys back in Numbers 14? What they say? We're not able. We're like grasshoppers in these giant sight. He said, we're not grasshoppers. We're God's kids. And he did his best to try to turn the tide, but it didn't happen. So for 40 years, they wandered in the wilderness. And now 45 years later, we see him gaining God's glory strength because he stood out from every other one that crossed uh, into the promised land and he gained God's undivided attention. He was unique and different. he had a different attitude. He was a cut above all the others. He didn't let the negativity of his day keep him from his destiny. He chose service over self. He embraced his true identity. He dared to be different. Number four, he refused to let culture formulate his character. Man, he didn't have a lot of positive role models in his life other than some of the key leaders. Grew up in Egypt, but he didn't let Egypt in his heart. He didn't let Egypt uh, weigh upon him. Even though he lived in Egypt, he didn't let Egypt live in him. And then even when they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, he didn't let the wilderness change his ways in his heart. So he he refused to let culture change formulate his character there's a whole lot of influence in the world trying to formulate america's culture trying to formulate the christian culture and, and and listen we need to let jesus christ formulate our hearts and learn something from caleb from the tribe of judah and say you know what even though i'm living in egypt even though i'm living in the world i'm not going to be of the world jesus prayed for us in john 17 He prayed for his disciples, and he prayed for us as well. Even though they're in the world, they are not of the world. Somebody just say, I'm not of this world. Amen. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. And that's the way Caleb lived all the days of his life. He refused to let culture formulate his character. He let God formulate his character. And number five, evidently and undoubtedly... He listened and learned from leaders who lasted. He had a couple of role models in his life, Moses for sure. And we know Moses blew it in the heat of, uh, of, of anger and passion. He smote the rock when he should have spoke to the rock. And as a result, he missed his earthly promised land. But undoubtedly, Moses was one of the greatest leaders who ever lived who led... Uh, some say over a million people for over 40 years through the wilderness. And so undoubtedly he listened to leaders who lasted and he allowed them influence in his life and in his heart. And I love when you go back to Numbers 13. When, the, when they came back from the promised land and they were given the report and and the, and the 10 gave the negative report. He, it says he stood up in the midst of them and Moses was right there. And he stood up and he resisted that negative influence. Influence in that negative report, and I just—I can just see. I'm, I have a divine imagination. I can just see Moses going. Eh, I like this guy. He evidently has been listening. Then undoubtedly Joshua, though his age is unknown, he undoubtedly was older than Caleb. Caleb lived to be 110. Moses lived to be 120. And undoubtedly Caleb was a student of these two great leaders. When you look at Numbers 13, and he had an opportunity to speak in the face of opposition, in the face of those who were fearful of the Anakim and the giants, he says, we are well able to overcome. He said, he will bring us into this land. And then he said, the Lord is with us. This guy had learned some things about God. And even in the face of the majority who were saying, no way, He stood up and was the vocal minority and spoke the word of the lord he listened and learned from leaders who lasted listen how many of you know it all already anybody know, any know it alls here no you wouldn't even be here if you were a know it all right we need the influence of others in our life and caleb listened and learned from leaders who lasted people who lived 120 110 years old who invested in his life and he learned because he knew there was going to come a day when i'm going to have to apply what i've learned at at the right Right, young age of 40 years old he had to stand up and take his place in leadership then number six he stood firm in the face of fear he said the Lord is with us do not fear them everybody say do not fear them We can't fear these giants, these Anakim. And in fact, he said this. He said, hey, they're like like our bread. We're going to feed off of everything they've got. He stood firm in the face of fear. And when the majority ruled and God got angry and said, I'm going to wipe them all out. And Moses uh, stood and interceded for the people and they began a 40 Year wilderness wandering, waiting for all the naysayers to die out. So this new level of leadership could come into play. And then we see 45 years later, 85-year-old Caleb. This is why he's my hero. He's 85. And he says, I'm as strong today as I was then. Give Everybody said, give me this mountain. Now, let's go back to Colossians 1.11. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul. Not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It's a strength that endures the unendurable. I would think 40 years in the wilderness eating manna is pretty much unendurable. (laughs) How many of you got to have a little bit of Chick-fil-A every now and then? You got to have it. And I love this, it spills over into joy. That's the kind of strength God wants to give each and every one, just like Caleb. And though it doesn't say it in Scripture, I can see Caleb 45 years later. He's 85 years old. He's kept his mouth shut for 45 years waiting for this opportunity to step and and take possession of the promise of God in his life. And he says, I'm as strong today as I was then. And I just have this feeling he had a smile on his face. I'm happy. Finally here, and it spilled over into joy. As I said, I'm about to be 65, and I'm feeling old, but this guy inspires me. He inspires me not to look at the natural circumstances of my life, but to look at at the the purpose and the destiny of God for my life and, and to look and learn from this guy and say, you know what, if I'll just keep at it, if I'll keep choosing service over self, if I'll just keep embracing the identity of God in my life, that I'm here to serve him wholeheartedly all the days of my life, and if I'll just stand out and dare to be different and try not to necessarily fit in with the common crowd, but to stand out and do what God and be what, hey, he had a different spirit in him. He had a different attitude. And listen, how many of you ever realize when some people, now that guy has a whole new level of insight. He's got a different spirit in him. And if I'll just refuse to let this world mold me And even in the midst of trouble and trauma and the uh, upheaval of culture, upheaval of ungodliness, I'm not going to allow it to influence my life. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to stay fixed. I'm going to keep learning from those who have gone before me, those who have lasted, and I'm going to learn my lessons well. I'm not going to let fear uh, get into the middle of the, the midst. I'm going to attain to the glory strength of God in every area of my life. Are you with me? Say amen. amen. I'm as strong this day as on that day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war. Amen. So I came to encourage you tonight just for a few moments. We've got some younger. We've got some older. This is not about age. It's about tenacity. Tenacity and longevity. He said, I pray you stick it out over the long haul. Let me ask you this question. How many of you know somebody that didn't make it? They didn't stick with it. They said, I'm going to serve God. They, they, they let culture, they let Egypt, they let this world undermine the purpose of God for their life. Listen, we got to stand out. we got to be different from everybody else. If we're going to go the distance... How many of you, you, when you do go out, you want to go out with a smile on your face? (laughs) With the glory strength of God in your life. Caleb. He's a different kind of guy. He's followed me fully. I will bring him into the land.